Hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to the Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. We're in the Blue Room. We're back in our home studio. And today uh, we have the best guest ever <laughs> in the world. How did you how'd you get this booking? How'd you arrange this? <laughs> I I married him. Uh-huh. <laughs> with my husband Al Ridenauer. Hi. Yay! All in the family. <laughs> For once, yeah. All in the family. You would have the dogs on if you could. Uh, I know that. Well, they they um they have been on quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> they've made cameos. A little less present. They've been they've just been like in the background, um, interrupting everybody's train of thought. Oh yeah, you always hear their little nails clicking in the background. It's uh, every cute. Episode, probably. <laughs> I like that though. It's just like you know you 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 feel like a set sense of place. And um, so this is really exciting. Al and I, well, do you think this was inspired by our trip last year? The, the, um, the, what you're doing? It was, we were, last year we spent my birthday and um, quite a, a lot of uh, December in Europe. And we went to um, Bad Gastein. Where, where did we, what did we see? This is on my birthday we saw. Uh, we, well, we saw a uh, Krampus run. Um, and uh, I guess we should need to talk about what a Krampus yeah. is. <laughs> um, the Krampus is a figure that accompanies Saint Nicholas, and he comes. He's mainly in Alpine countries, but he's sort of spread beyond that. Uh, where we went is was like the heartland of that. Uh, it's near the near Salzburg, and uh, uh, he uh, he's he's like the, becoming like the most famous of these figures. But there's also like a character called Black Peter in Holland, questionable. Moorish uh-huh. character that carries a whip. Uh, these and these guys uh, and there's a Knechtsruppression in Germany, but they're basically they're like the bad cop to Saint to Saint Nicholas's good cop. And so all this stuff happens around December sixth, which is the feast day of Saint Nicholas. And we were there, which happens to be near Margaret's birthday. So we were there the night before, which is the real is the real traditional night for the Krampuses to come out. But we actually crammed in several Krampuses. <laughs> Did a lot of Krampus cramming during that trip. We also then we went to the one in Munich too. So. But the one in um, the the Krampus is it the Krampuslauf? Uh, Krampuslauf, Krampus yes. I mean, it's Krampus run or walk. So when we were there, in, um, <laughs> walk for the cure. <laughs> walk for a Krampus. It cure. really should be. It really means shamble in their case. I think that's what yeah. I was say. But we okay. It's like is it like a pub crawl or is it just? Uh, there, yeah, I think there's, there's elements there's of that. A little alcohol involved, I think, <laughs> traditionally. Yeah. Well, we when we went to the one, it was in Bad Gastein, which is um, beautiful. It's in the Austrian Alps, and um, it's just a winter wonderland. You know, whatever you would think like where postcard. Santa lives, it's like a postcard, and it's mm-hmm. everything's covered in snow. And um, they had a lot of like farm sort of like barns and stuff. And so we were walking along these trails and then you would hear the bells, like cowbells. And, and it, you know, like, what is that sound? And then you would see in the distance, like six to eight um, Chewbacca's. They Pretty look like Chewbacca's. Horns. Chewbacca with horns. Yeah. And chains and bells, bells. coming towards you. And it, it was like this very uniform sound of like this ringing bell. And it was very mystical because we we're in the Alps, which has a very mystical quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was huge shards Absolutely. of rock coming out of the, this, you know, the mountain. And, it, you know, then the Alps, there's, so, there's such a severity to the climate. You really feel like, oh, I could die here. Yeah, we traveled from, we traveled from Venice to the Alps. And just the way they jut up suddenly on the horizon is just breathtaking, really. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so once you enter, you really feel like you're entering... 
a place where there could be a creature like a Krampus. And yeah. it looked like something that comes out of the mountains because they have, because they're made by the farm. I mean, they're originally made by the farmers out of like mountain goat pelts, the costumes, and they have mountain goat horns. So they're very indigenous, at least yeah. in that area they are. They're extremely woolly and they're cute kind of because <laughs> they do this thing where they, when um, the St. Nicholas comes, they'll heal. So they'll get down and they'll do. What do they do? Like yeah, they're his servant. I mean, they're his servants. They're they're to th- basically threaten. They don't. They don't. I don't know what they did in the 19th century. They may. They, maybe they did s- smack kids with switches, <laughs> with switches. Uh, like uh, you know, that's we t- still a little bit talk about switches in Santa Claus here. But um, <laughs> I don't know if they really. Probably they did. I don't know. But they mainly scare kids. That's what they're they're. The, it's the scared straight program of Austria. But they they did all the the ba- the work. Mm-hmm. And Santa, they do this the, the bad kid work. Yeah, Santa gives out the gifts to the good kids. But like Margaret's saying, um, where we saw them, we were basically standing in front of the in like country inn where we stayed, and so they just there are these country roads connecting that with other farmhouses, and there would be different groups, and there's different uh, Krampus groups that would come through, and that's in that little villagey area. That's the equivalent of what, uh, this Krampuslauf thing, which in the bigger cities, some people might have seen um there's videos that have been circulated a lot like starting around 2012 from the bigger cities like graz or that one especially circulated and that's like a parade but this wasn't like this is more just like the little little posses of um of performers coming through and yeah i guess you're asking what is nicholas's role with them or yeah he controls them he controls them but they do this thing where they'll get like all the krampuses will get down on the ground and they're like healing Mm -hmm. and it's like really best in show because they're being really good (laughs) and they're not being like menacing but they're doing exactly what the saint nicholas is saying and they're so cute when they're in the they're like bowed down well, they go from utter hell raising, shaking these chains, and they have these bells that you can't really imagine unless you you have to really look at a picture. There's no bell; they're custom made bells that uh, they do wear cowbells uh, sometimes. But I think they just got bigger and bigger. Maybe over the years, they probably started out with cowbells. Those bells are the size size of a, a person's heads, and some of them are larger. Yeah, they're big iron bells, so they're like raising hell. And then like Nicholas will bang his staff, and like Margaret says, they, they just drop down like an obedient dog. And they heal, and it's really cute. And then, but sometimes, like the Krampus is like, they'll fight. Also, they'll mm-hmm. like start running towards each other, and then they'll lock horns. And yeah, fight. there's a tradition. It's called Rempeln, and it's uh, when the two. So each Krampus group will have its own Nicholas, and then there'll be. I think there's a traditional number, maybe of I think of twelve or thirteen. Uh, and when they meet, uh, the two Nicholases will shake hands. And the Nicholas, by the way, also. You might, maybe you can find some good graphics for this or the, some of our video. But the Nicholas looks like a medieval bishop. He's not like a Santa Claus we're talking about. Uh-huh. So the Nicholases shake hands, and then uh, they move to the side, and then there's the, the basically Krampus jousting. They'll like yeah. butt, they lock horns. They're actually side, more like a side-to-side headbutting, but it's, that's quite a show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a very, <laughs> it's a very exciting thing. And then sometimes like if you're in the way of a Krampus, uh, I had my hat pulled off. I had my ears pulled. Yeah, I had I got beat in the legs a bunch of times, <laughs> like really hard. Like they really do not hold back at all, especially as it gets later in the night because they get a little glue vine in them, you know, which is the hot wine. And then, but they, I think they have to hydrate because they're they're really sweating inside those costumes, even though it's 
you know, zero. Yeah, yeah and they, yeah. They, the costumes, because they're made of animal pelts, smell like, I mean, they smell like animals coming up to you, which is really yeah. cool. <laughs> it smells like, like animals. Wet, and they've been snowed on, and they're, they're I, don't, I don't even smell their human sweat. It's like an animal coming no, up to you. No, it smells like an animal, like a big, um, like a yak. <laughs> Yeah, because well, they, they, these mountain goats, the fur is, like Margaret says, it's like a Chewbacca or it's yak length. It's wow. really, Yeah, it's really a shaggy. Chewbacca color, too. It's the, like the Chewbacca um, mm-hmm. hair dye color. <laughs> and then also Chewbacca hairstyle. It, the only thing that's different is like the head because it has horns and then usually like some sort of like a wooden carved mask that almost looks Polynesian. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost got a tiki quality. And the, the, it, this is all out of traditional law, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and the, like you said, Santa or Nicholas sent them into... These are the kids who are bad. Mm-hmm. Well, sort to of kind bad. Of keep them in line. It's or also to fun terrorize too. Them a bit. It's the, fun. The, the way it actually traditionally goes. Um, well, there's, there's, there's the oldest tradition. It, it's not quite clear where it comes from, but but a old a old tradition and an old tradition would be that they call it the house visit. And we didn't. We had close to that, um, and that consists of Nicholas coming to the house, knocking on, and this Nicholas. And the Krampuses will be like your friends and neighbors disguised, like dressing uh-huh. up your, like the dad dressing up as Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, and they'll come to the door, and um, then, of course, they let Nicholas in, and the kids are all nervous because they've memorized some sort of um, recitation to do. Uh, and also, the parents have, have given Nicholas crib notes on how their kids, what the kids' behavior has been. So they'll have like a big book of, you know, a Bible that's hidden, the notes hidden in it. And so he knows everything that's happened, and he'll read that off. And then he'll put them on. Then they're put on the spot to do their little recitation, which, in the old days, would have been. I mean, in, and probably is in some um, some households. It's a prayer, but you know, public more publicly, it would just be like some. There's lots of Christmas poems, mm-hmm. so they have done some. They kind of earn. They earn. They earn their gifts actually. You know, more than wow. American kids. Yeah, here it's just sit on his lap and tell him what you want. No, no, but they get. They also get gifts. Yeah. On the, yeah. They get gifts also on Christmas too. So right. <laughs> But with Nicholas, it's like there's the whole ritual of having earned them. So then they say the poem, and then I think at some point, um, uh, and then we when we saw a version of this, but there was like bit you know it wasn't a house, it was a hotel, and there was like the innkeeper's daughter. He she did a little recitation. She was so cute. She yeah. was like two or three or something, and she was just stood up in her little snowsuit, and then she did her little little song, and it was so funny <laughs> and cute. And then everybody was so excited. So it's really just a chance to give them a little like joyful thing. Yeah, they work hard on something, and then they're rewarded. Yeah, and it's with a slight threat of a <laughs> kind of a woolly creature who's actually really cute. Yeah, they. I mean, I I wonder I. We saw a, re- a variety of reactions with, as to whether the kids think they're cute or scary. Um, I think a lot of the kids think they're scary, too. Well, there was one t- when we went to Munich, which is a much larger event, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit much less... More, more big city, urban. Yeah. yeah, it was urban, and it was in the middle of a big Christmas market in the shopping district, and um, it was snowing, and it was very... Um, the the all the Krampuses were different styles and they were like different groups. They're from different regions. Every region has a real distinct style. Yeah, some are really like Ewok. Some have no faces <laughs> that they're just fur heads. And mm-hmm. then the, I like those the best because those were they were really like Ewok mm-hmm. and, and they teddy also bear. have cow horns, which is bull horns, which is different. Mm-hmm. And there were some that were really like a crypt keeper style. There were some <laughs> that were really like Hollywood yeah. zombie right. style and like kind of goth. And there was some. There was a little bit like um, kind of a Marilyn Mansony ones. A little bit of <laughs> there, was there was a tranny. There was a tranny ones. <laughs> there was like a red one. 
there were some that were kind of like um, they looked like they were from the band The Small Faces. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there were like some British mod ones. I mean, there was like all different kinds, and then there was a little bit more. Um, the, the variety of children. I remember one little boy that we saw. He may have been ten. Looked exactly like the dad. They had both had glasses on. The dad was trying to comfort the kid. The kid was. He was shaking. visibly trembling, like a he dog that you shaking. lit fireworks near. <laughs> he was shaking, like his legs were shaking, his hands were shaking, and it was like. But his dad was like trying to say, "It's okay, it's okay." Well, he the wanted him to do it out. because I mean, I remember this. It, you, after you do it, you're so proud. Yeah. So. And the kid seemed, he was beaming afterwards, and it was like, I was proud of him. It's cute. Yeah, it, was it was really, really it was really but sweet. It's, 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 it's meant to keep kids in line and scare them a little yeah. bit, right? I, I mean, mean it's, that, the but Santa doesn't, Santa or Nicholas, he doesn't like it. The house visit, he comes in, and if, if and, and if the kids haven't been good, he sends in the yeah, he doesn't them. do the dirty work. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like Charles Manson, he kind of gets exactly. he kind of orchestrates exactly like everything Charles. from mm-hmm. behind the scenes and then exactly. sends them in there to the house, do right. something witchy, to it's, do something, yeah, yeah. And it's, but it's also on another level, way an excuse to pick up on girls. Oh, is it? Because yes. you you Isn't have everything? a suit on, and then you are permiss. It's permissible to go up to girls and take off their hat, grab their hat. You can grab their ears. You can beat them on the legs. You can carry them on the butt. You can beat them on the butt. You can pick them up. I mean, you can do pretty much anything you want because you've you're not you're are you are you, are you talking about the Krampuses now or still the small faces <laughs> <laughs> the vans. No, those they they they. So the it's 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 because it's even though you know it's so and so from down the street, you can kind of get away with it. Well, yeah. you don't necessarily. I mean, I guess I don't know to what extent they know because also you have oh, to realize. No, it's, yeah, you have to realize knows. that the costumes look very similar. It's uh, it's the way you know, like each village will have its traditional kind of uh, folkloric costume. The same with the co- uh, with the Krampus costumes. Right. There's a real distinct look, and it, there's not that. I mean, there's little variations. I guess they might know, but. You wouldn't always know, and I and Margaret's right. I mean, I think the the idea that the uh, that their mask plays into it. I mean, the, the tradition is probably it kind of crossed with carnival traditions. So the idea that you're getting away with murder and that it's flirtatious and it's time to drink, <laughs> but it it's also a little bit. I actually think what's real too is that you do have a little bit of um, trance, a little bit of trance possession because you're doing something incredibly difficult which is they're doing these running they're running in these fursuits and for hours and they're really really hot inside of them and they're it's so surreal to be in a very very cold environment in a hot suit and you're sweating yeah that's a really good point and i think that then then the character of it takes over you know like the character of it and then there's some level of alcohol but i don't (laughs) think that that's bit that much of it. It's really like I think that that you take over the spirit of it. You know, we um, I, after I got back, I was so excited about this um, that I uh, wrote the hotel or just the people that you know the, the in the people that we had watched the Krampuses with the innkeeper. I like to call him an innkeeper because it was such an inn, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't that really sounds so kind of. It was cool, an inn, yeah, an, an innkeeper. Yeah, the old cross timbered look. You know, it's exactly like what you you yeah. Were, you would picture Santa Claus, like Margaret said, living in. Um, but so I wrote him, and I and I said I want to get in touch because also I'm I'm working on a book about the history of Krampus, and um, and I don't know that at that time if I had even we'd even started planning these events for Los Angeles, but I wanted to just learn more about the tradition and talk to people directly. I mean, we talked to some people a little bit, but I wanted to just you know have somebody at my disposal to pick their brain and fact check stuff, and so they introduced me. We've actually I've been. 
through friend, you know, this links of various friendships have been introduced to a bunch of different Austrian and German Krampus people. And one of them, a couple of them happened to have trips planned to LA. So we had a chance. It was great for our group in LA that's stressing as Krampuses to talk to them directly. And um, what Margaret's talking about, like this trance state, the guy, the one guy, the one person from Bad Gastein, uh visited our house and um, he really, it, Oh, it kept using the word mystic, mystic, mysticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds kind of funny if you think it's just like, you know, a, a party, but he seemed, he's quite earnest about it. And I think you have a really good point about the, just the bodily sensations. and Yeah. And then just knowing that the tradition is, you know, hundreds and hundreds, centuries old. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the costumes themselves, the costume processions, they have, the we have like writing from the 17th century, but the chances are that it actually... The Krampus figure—it's not—it's pre-Christian, and I think people sort of intuit that too. And this whole uh, flirtation thing—it's—it's—it's I mean, it's actually tied to uh, issues of fertility and uh, and uh, the what's coming in the in the in the following year, the the fortunes of the following year. So these when the the whole idea that the Krampus is smacking people is a little like. Uh, it, it's a blessing in a way. It's good luck. People would good luck exactly, oh, yeah. and people would you know they seek it out kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, it's fun. It's 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 a game. It's like a public uh, game where people are. Uh, it's not. It's it's not really about punishment. And I think that's that's all the uh, the Europeans are in. Oh, that's an open secret, really. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it is, and that's how it's understood on the surface. But remember, even the Bavarians that we spoke to in. Uh, about Gustin, they were they they realized they they know what it's about, and they they said it's for good luck for the for the coming year. Yeah, so. and you can sense that. I mean, there's a like mm-hmm. there's a cheerfulness about it, and there. Um, but I think the trance state you really it's legitimate because of the way that the sa- the sound to the bells there's a rhythmic, and then like it's thunderous too. It's really this. Uh, it's really loud. A lot of people will know Krampus uh, from looking at the, the pictures of of the postcards that circulated at the turn of the century. Those red devils that you see—they look like Pan, the figure of Pan. Uh-huh. But that's not. Uh, it doesn't look that very much like the Krampus that the people that the, the costumes resemble. The, mm-hmm. the, and I think I think we're, we're, it's pretty clear that the uh, that the tradition is older than the. I mean, the postcards are from the turn of the century. Yeah. The tradition goes f- much further back. So. When you talk about Krampus, it's not it's not just that red devil with the tongue out, which a lot of people. That's maybe one have style. Seen. Yeah, it's we one did style. see quite a few of those. We oh, saw right. some red ones. So we they saw wore, some they red worked ones. the devil image into mm-hmm. some of them too. Yeah, well, yeah. with the Christianization of it, oh, I mean, he yeah, is yeah. he's like a mini. It, the whole thing for the kid is like a mini Last Judgment. <laughs> every every Saint Nicholas Day, you know, there you have the God and the Nicholas stands in for God, and then you have the Krampus down in for the devil. And then, actually, being a Catholic country, you also have part of these events. There's also angels that are in some areas part of the Krampus law for the Krampus house visits. So there'll be a couple of women dressed as angels. Uh, and uh, then there's also another little character that's interesting who is uh, like called the uh, he's the basket man, but he's like a kind of Bavarian hillbilly. Uh, and they're the guys that carry they carry a basket that has some of the gifts for the, the Nicholas to give out but they also carry schnapps in the basket and that was very we saw that very clearly yeah <laughs> kind of, I, I love that basket. Bavarian hillbilly yeah. yeah kind of a boxcar Wilhelm <laughs> <laughs> oh. it, but everything in Europe is kind of, the, from the fairy tales it's always darker mm-hmm. and everything and it's funny because those because the, the, the Krampus they haven't been Disney Eyes, right? Oh God, they're they going have to be it. though, and I'm probably I. Eventually, I, that's going to happen, I, right? I, wait, wait, I, they I, bring one home to live with the family, like. <laughs> 
Uh, mm. Yes, it'll be like Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? But I think it's the cutest thing. And I blame thing. myself because I, I know it's great. <laughs> in popular arts, no, I think you know, it's great. Were you, were you aware of them before you went oh, over? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you knew about it all. Well, I lived in Berlin a long time ago when I was in college and um, overseas for a year. And then I would see these devil postcards around really beautiful 19th century lithographs. But... I didn't really know what they were. And then at the same time, I was reading the Golden, this uh, Fraser's The Golden Bough, which is this classic of mythology. And he would talk about these uh, Pearson, which is basically the same thing. But I never, he didn't use the word Krampus. And I never, it took me a while to figure it out. And I think, you know, in the early, in like the first, uh, the first part of the two, 2010s, or I think people start, stuff started circulating. I mean, I I, guess, I don't know. I knew it about it maybe, I would guess, a decade or so, two ago. But, uh-huh. you know, I think it's, there's been a lot more consciousness of it in America over the last d- couple of decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now I think now it's going to even reach another uh, plat- like plateau, a height of it, because you're going to do a whole festival. And it's coming up. So this we'll, we'll put this on tomorrow so people can see. What are the events? They're coming up this week, and next week there's a whole bunch of things. So what can people go? Yeah, there's a whole series of events. And just I should also say that, that LA is not the only city doing this. There's uh, In Philadelphia, there's been a... In Portland, there have been events going on for a couple of years. But I think we're going at this with a little bit more of crazy over weenie. <laughs> Uh, typical LA approach than they might be they might have done, uh, but anyway. So we we have a bunch of stuff coming up. The traditional date, as I said, is the fifth and the sixth. We have a surprise appearance that I cannot reveal on the sixth, and that will be a little bit more like the traditional style where they just show up. And then uh, on the seventh, we have a thing an event we're calling the Krampus Ball, and that has it has uh, quite a lot of performers actually. It's where people will are invited to come in costume. And our troop of uh, costume Krampuses, there's about 15 um, with serious costumes with like real animal horns. And I mean, Mark can yeah. <laughs> test. They look pretty, pretty they're real. They're great. Yeah, they're great. Uh, and so they will, they will make an appearance. They'll make an attack on the show at one point. But uh, the uh, performers are ranged around. We have uh, some parody bands. We have uh, stuff like, uh, well, first we have some actual Bavarians uh, coming or actual Bav- Bavarian cultural group coming to do a kind of country dances the kind you know the ones where they slap the soles of their boots that, uh-huh. that. So yeah we got that they're going to bring in a couple of like 10 foot alpenhorns and a rack of cowbells that they play musically so it's going to be totally traditional alpine stuff and then we have the uh, the bands like the cramps with a k mm-hmm. costume is krampus and we have uh, uh timur in the dime museum uh he's doing some he um he he works with christian hoffman who had done some of uh, klaus nomi's uh, composition for him some of his, I don't know, uh, some of his big songs I know, and he's, uh, we're, we've, we're presenting him as, as uh, Santa Claus Nomi for the show. So. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. So, so uh, yeah, that, we have that. Um, that's on the 7th in downtown LA, and then we have um, on the 12th, we're part of the uh, downtown art walk, the monthly art walk, and so we'll be uh, uh, sw- swatting at people, and Nicholas will hand out treats on that. Uh, and that's uh, all, all this information is online, of course. And then on the 14th, we have another show. Uh, it's an art show. Uh, at uh, Copro Gallery in uh, at Bergamot Station in Santa Monica, and there's uh, it should be really really busy. <laughs> there's uh, there's another there's two shows going on in that gallery, and uh, uh, we are, so one of the shows is called Naughty or Nice, and people are in, are, in, are presenting artwork inspired inspired by Krampus, or just the idea of that you know that holiday judgment. We got some good artists too. We have like Ch- Chet Sar and Luke Chu, and Tim Burton is even contributing a piece. So uh, it's wow. going to be a High-profile show in that sense, but we're also setting up an outdoor Krampus habitat, <laughs> which involves cages with actual screaming children in pla- 
plastic chains and, you know, smoldering auto flares. And I think it'll be quite a nice little infernal scene for all the photographers. A little, lot of Kodak moments. Oh, wow. So that's the 14th. And then we have one more show. I'm getting tired just talking about it on the 21st, which is the Krampus Rumpus. And this, and this, uh, I think the uh, key, the key uh, performer on this, or the headliner on this one is, well, it's a version of the band Rammstein, the German industrial band, but it's, you can guess Krampstein. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we also have a band performing some Austrian music, kind of a brass band, uh, and and more Krampus. Uh, Krampus, the troupe will appear at all of these events too. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a lot of things. I think it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. There's so many. I mean, it's it's like you know there are uh, so many different ways people can participate. You yeah, know? we're we're hoping to meet uh, people at the uh, Art Walk. Um, uh, that it come, we're inviting the public to come in costume. So, um, you know, the costumes are pretty work-intensive, and I don't know what we're going to see, but we're hoping to kind of recruit more people. And, uh, you know, we'll be have, we, we, our group has done workshops together, and we've kind of figured out how to make these things with what's available stateside. And uh, so, we'll, yeah, I hope the group grows, and we mm-hmm. can kind of um, spread the tradition. But also, I want to keep it... Um, uh, anchored in you know, the real deal and and important to not just be like a pub crawl um you know i was involved in this SantaCon thing starting this SantaCon, the mob of drunken santas that ran, right. rampages around this country every year uh, it's actually it's actually what is it it's in 300 something cities now <laughs> i got stuck in one in san francisco oh yeah that's it, the it original just, one it just happened all of a sudden <laughs> i was in north beach and it just swarmed yeah yeah that was the uh, uh, that's uh i was involved with the cacophony society i ran the stuff in la which is the second and second largest maybe largest at times uh, group in the country uh but the, they started it and now it's like uh it's everywhere and I, I was in dallas airport coming home one holiday and Someone was telling her friend about these crazy, all this mob of Santas, and I told her, "Hey, you know, yeah, I was involved with the group that started." And she looked at me like I was crazy, <laughs> like how would it's, you be involved in that? Because That's it's why. just just must be a part of just an old tradition, you know? Because people think these traditions all they think. I mean, well, nobody thinks tradition somebody started. No, it. and yeah, people yeah. are not aware how new all of our holiday traditions are. They're mm-hmm. they're really just from the 1860s and. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's really exciting to go back to something that's from the 1700s or really from some pre-Christian Celtic um, mythology. I have a question about the Krampus. Um, Do they have individual names or is it just the species name? Uh, that's a good question. They they do. I mean, um, in as much as the, the, you know, everything in the Alps is very regionalized uh, because of the just the topography. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, anything that grew up over centuries, this, there's not that much. It's hard to get around. So every village has a, like, I guess at least it used to be like this. It's not like this now so much. But they, some of the villages, they, what I was going to say is every village has their own look. And um, there's also strong dialectic differences, dialectical dif- differences. So they also use different names. So I think you could say that there are different um, uh, kinds of breeds of Krampus. Like there's in the Tyrol, there's a, uh, which is kind of far from where we are, where you and I went. It's uh, uh, There's a kind of Krampus that looks like a big straw teddy bear, but it mm-hmm. has, uh, has a carved black wooden mask that's quite sinister. Mm-hmm. And uh, ta- they, they actually all use these uh, kudu horns, which are not alpine, of course, but I think over time it's become traditional. But those guys look like they're from like Tonga or something. They're really a Polynesian. Yeah. 
I mean, all of them look kind of Polynesian. The traditional masks are yeah. hand carved, and they just kind of come out like that. And I mean, traditionally, you use three primary colors: you use red, white, and black. And it's not uh, uh, more and more the masks are beginning to look like you know they're influenced by the movies. And there's some really great artisans that are you know knocking out some pretty awesome sculptures. But you know, I think they they are getting cast and you know in in uh, mass produced in small quantities. Well, nowadays there like was when we were there, we saw like quite a lot of like crypt keeper style. Yeah, well, in like, Munich, in the yeah, big cities, not at all in Badgastein. Skeletor style, not Badgastein. They're very, it's very traditional. Mm-hmm. But then like you know, you get in the city, then it becomes really Hollywood monster, uh-huh. which is cool. But it's a different. Look. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of strong film. I mean, Germany has a long history with Christmas being like a, a football that everybody's trying to argue over. I mean, first with the Protestants versus the, the Catholics, but there's a lot of strong feelings about all these regional differences and uh, like what's a real Krampus and how should it look? And I know that like in Budgastein, they were very proud that they didn't have LED eye Krampuses with chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> they had preserved the pure tradition. And well, it becomes I felt, like gore. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. It's all fun. I mean, Which Lord is great. Knows yeah. it's fun. But I mean, I, I thought it was, I felt really lucky that going there where it felt so real and pure and like, you know, I mean, obviously there's some tourism is a factor in preserving the, but it felt really exciting to see well, that, that yeah, kind that's of pure where, form. Yeah, that's where it becomes very mystical, mm-hmm, I exactly. think. Exactly. And the setting. I mean, my God, the setting, as you said, <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Christmas market in Munich is beautiful, but the setting of the like you know gray mist, misty Alps. Is... Well, the shards of the Alps coming out at you in the horizon, and then you just see like in the far distance, like <laughs> eight Chewbaccas with the coom, 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 you know the bells Crap, coming at you. Yodeling, and there was a little kind of yodeling. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Too. they're coming closer and closer. But hollering. you have like fifteen minutes to watch them come. <laughs> You were getting well. There's some great video uh, of Margaret saying, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> Here they're coming! Here they're coming! But they're fro- so far, and they look like Shetland ponies when they're that far, uh-huh. and then they come and close, and they they, and they keep enormous. up their pace. And they're, they're ju- enormous. They're eight, you know, seven feet tall at least. The heads are oversized, and the t- horns tower, and uh, a lot of them will have multiple sets of horns too. But uh, you really believe it's like when you're in a place like that, you really start to believe in the magic of it. And I think everybody does, and that's why it's so affecting yeah, to yeah. go to and I something think, like that. You know, I think the Austrians that I talked to, I mean, when they talk about it being mystical, you have to remember that it's something that, I mean, it touched them when they were in childhood, when you're really malleable and you're open to that sort of thing. So I think seeing that every year brings them back to that. And right. So it is magical in that sense because you enter that state, that child state too, and you ex- re-experience that same thing. So. And they they smell like animals. Yeah, and they steam. And they steam. <laughs> Steam's coming off them because they're so hot inside. So the steam's coming off their dog body or their their Krampus body. <laughs> uh-huh. And I mean, it's like they're really cute, and they they smell like mint. Because they usually oh schnapps schnapps so they usually because they get right in your face so they smell like um, mint they have mints and um, they're so cute they don't talk um, no they don't they just kind of grunt and I mean they, nobody takes off their mask or anything nobody ever you're not, you're not allowed to do that I mean yeah. it's like a, any performer no nobody's casual about yeah. it it's not like down on Hollywood Boulevard. No, it's not like or, uh, I'm fr- in Vegas. I was in Vegas, you know, where they have the, the, all the people in the in the bad costumes anyway, and then you see them in the McDonald's. Oh yeah, having a burger, and their head is by the yeah. There's <laughs> none of that, right? None they're of that. Very authentic. Yeah, there's none of yeah. none of that. They're, you really are uh, shielded from the sense of it, and then they're all uniform there too. So mm-hmm. I think those those costumes have been passed down. 
Yeah, for masks. A while. Will, I mean, masks will get passed down, uh-huh. uh, and the costumes also. Just, I'm sure they get a little rank after a while. Um, yeah, a year a year of airing them out, I guess, helps. But uh, yeah, the mess will be caught some in that town. In the small towns, they will be passed down. But people also, uh, there's a lot of Krampus Krampus envy, so people will move up to a better mask every year and oh, collect yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, we saw a great exhibit in the um, Natural History Museum in um, in Munich uh, mm-hmm. right before the Krampusov, and then we saw all these different styles of masks. Mm-hmm. And I think my preference is the Badgestein style that. That you've made quite a few of them here. Uh, yeah, um, I was trying to emulate that with yeah. mine. Mine, they're a little more like folkloric or f- like more of a folk art look than the ho- the Hollywood keeper look, as Margaret says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, you want yeah, you want to go for the tradition because mm-hmm. you because you've it's been like a year long project mm-hmm. of these um, of these because um, I was seeing it from the very beginning mm-hmm. to now. Mm-hmm. It's it's unbelievable what you've done making these amazing costumes and <laughs> thank masks. You, thank you. Well, and these, you know, this is three of them. So, and uh, you know, we have. Uh, uh, I should I should say that, uh, you know, the way it started also uh, was one of the, uh, my collaborators with the Cacophony Society, Al Guerrero, who also um, he basically started the started the Krampus group. What happened was, um, it was the first night uh, that uh, we went out. Uh, that we that I well, actually, Margaret, were you were scared. You, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were scared or tired, but you didn't want to go out and see them the first night. I was scared. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. I was <laughs> scared I, because it looked really violent because they were like running at each other. And it was like... The videos you'd seen. Yeah, you. I was yeah. like, I don't want to get caught in the middle of it. It's scary. <laughs> so I went out and I saw it. He went to the town. By myself. And and, and I just remember driving down in the cab and I'd see, I saw them. The, my first experience was seeing them on the road, you know, in the headlights, like some kind of Bigfoot crossing the road. And my heart was like jumping. <laughs> and then uh, I went down to the town square <laughs> and I saw them like the fighting. It was, it was so exciting. And I came back and I was like, I was so just like, uh, you know, hyperventilating. And I'm checking my email, and my friend uh, has like posted something, I think, on Facebook saying, you know, we're starting a Krampus group. And I'm like, hell yeah, we are starting it. So we got in touch, and we started working on the things that way. And that's, I mean, basically, we both were, I mean, I I was a little, I don't think I would have done, I mean, I would not have done it myself. I mean, it was Al's idea, and uh, now we're in in deep. (laughs) But... uh, I'm I'm glad we're doing it because the ball was would have would have this thing would have happened anyway. Yeah, there are Krampus masks for sale on the Walmart uh, website this year. Not oh, masks, really? one mask I should say, and not a very good one. But you know, I just I see saw that this we, we Al and I both both of us Al saw that this thing was going to happen, and we just wanted to. I would have felt so bad if it had happened without me. So, in some ways, you always have that thing where you feel like you have this. At some point, I had this like special esoteric relationship to this thing that you know not everybody knew about. But you know, it's very greedy to behave like that, and so we're you know it's going to get shared. And Jim, I think there will be a Disney Krampus movie in I'm four sure years. Something so. will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and but, it's but, partly my or my fault, and Al's fault, and, but it's good. like uh, you know these cultures blend and cross, and there's just this, there's been this interest, and there's all these books that have come out, you know, with those postcards, and uh, there's uh, the public is really interested. I think it's interesting in a different kind of Christmas, really, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the interest with the, just celebrating with the, the way the Santa thing took off, it, they, people want to celebrate in the streets. They don't want to all celebrate necessarily with their families mm-hmm. the way it was encouraged in the 19th century. I want to get one of those Krampus warm-up outfits that they had on the, the parade. <laughs> like, you know, there's like, they're like, like Krampus warm-up outfits. They had like the Krampus, they're, they're like where it was from on the back. 
Oh, and it was the, like, oh yeah, the the group, the the, group. the t-shirts, yeah. yeah, and like the jackets. <laughs> the they wrangler, had like that the wranglers. They had the wore. wranglers would wear. Oh yeah, and as they just they had get, the group logo on it. Yeah, yeah, they sort of like their Krampus would be on the back. It's almost like teams. Yeah, they yeah, are teams. Yeah. teams. It yeah. is. That's what it is. It's teams. I mean, it's just like, and I I really did. If I if I do a Krampus, I want it to be one of the Ewoky ones that have no face. <laughs> oh yeah. Those are nice. Those I, are cute. <laughs> they look like tarantulas. You were calling them tarantulas. They look like tarantulas. Why were oh, they yeah. tarantulas? Yeah. I don't remember. Because they were like weird because they only had like a round hole for a face. Yeah, that's true. That's so right. So it was like weird, like, and they were all furry. Mm-hmm. And um, they they just had a weird like hole for a face. There was no eyes or anything. Yeah, no mask. Just, just so, like a fleece or pelt hanging down in front of their face. Yeah. And it just in a kind of a circle. Yeah. And then they, they would like be behind and like kind of looking out of the circle. It is really cute. Wow. <laughs> they had some kids that were Krampus. They had some ladies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it used to very, it was exclusively a young, unmarried man's thing to do. And I'm old to be doing this, but uh, now, yeah, now definitely women do it too. Yeah. And like, um, yeah. And guys who do it with their kids. You could tell, like, there's the guys yeah, with their sons. Yeah, there's Krampus Jr. So cute. Yeah, they're really cute. Little, little sons. <laughs> and it was so cute. But also somehow even more scary than the, the big ones. Yeah, they're kind of weird because they're real small and, like, but they have a big head. And more gnome-like, like some kind Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then, uh, like, there were some really scary ones that were, like, I'm not even going to look at that one because I don't want them to come up. Because if you make eye contact they're with one, over, they're right. coming over. And they're, you know, something's going to happen. Well, especially and, if you hear a, a lady and a tourist who looks Asian. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> You're going to get your ears pinched. I got my ears so pinched and like bent forward. I remember like uh, Krampus was really going for my ear and I was laughing because I was like, you would, <laughs> you would totally, somebody else would sue you for this. Like it was really painful. Well, you know, uh, in Germany, they uh, I, I read, this actually reminded me of a couple of things, but um, there were, I, I've read of... Um, uh, lawsuits uh, against you know Krampus groups or Krampus organizers. That's going to be a hell of a lineup. <laughs> well, was that one? It was that the one. The only man. one I read about. The judge dismissed it, and he said, "He said, you know what you're getting into when you go to one of these things." Yeah, right. Yeah, so if you go to the event, made an allowance. Yeah, I mean, they, it's an and it's an accepted part of the it's a accepted part of the culture. But um, the other thing I was going to mention was another uh, contemporary because uh, I I will go on. German, the German websites and look and, and find like just the Krampus news for you know what's going on and one of the things I read about every, that shows up every year is Krampus counseling <laughs> there are counseling groups with uh, for uh, for people who've been traumatized by, by Krampus it's a real real thing and, uh, and then I've also seen like stickers like no Krampus stickers with like a Krampus with a a slash through its uh-huh. face, but that's like more of a. That's more of a. I don't. I don't think that's more of a joke. The visits are all. But yeah, it's more of a joke. Well, you were saying um, the one person that was really traumatized was Werner Herzog. He's very, very oh, yeah. traumatized. Oh, really? right. he, yes, he said shared that with one of our some friend of a friend. <laughs> I think everybody was. The Pope even talked about being tra- traumatized by Krampus. Oh, I mean, it's a scary thing. I mean, our kids talk about Santa, Santa being scary. You know? I mean, yeah. Well, right? Santa everybody, is fucking you know, scary. A lot of kids. I and mean, clowns I, are scary. Yeah. But Krampus is so. To me, it's so Chewbacca that it's not really scary because <laughs> it's so cute too. It's like an animal. But then when you're seeing them, it's actually really fucking scary because <laughs> they're really tall. It's mm-hmm. just right. like. 
They're massive, yeah. They're huge. It's it's really it's and if there's a lot of them and there's only like one or two of you and there's like a whole <laughs> shit ton of them coming at you, it's so <laughs> weird. And they're all the same. And because they have license to get into your personal space. Yeah, and hit you. They can hit you. Yeah. I right, mean it's it's right. always it's soft. But you know, I think yeah, if the people know yeah, it's no I guess it's not. It it, <laughs> it's, it, it can be soft. Well they rely it, on winter clothing. <laughs> For yeah, I mean, you, well, they, you know, it's no not, not permanent strength. injury or <laughs> yeah. anything. I mean, it's not like, but it is, they do have permission to touch you and hit yeah. you. Yeah. And, you know, they, 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 anything can happen. And I think, yeah, grabbing ears is very traditional. Smacking your butt or lower legs is traditional. Yeah. And pushing you down in the snow, which didn't happen to you. Is, no, I saw that happen to a couple of guys, though. I, I didn't get pushed. Thing. They seem to like, that That seemed to be like, okay, you seem to be like cool with this. And then they would push <laughs> And then you know it's it. This is a level of like it's a game that unsafe, the community plays, and, and but it's cool. It's, you, it's if safe you knew too. the outcome, if you knew how everything would go, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be a game. But it makes it really exciting, and then it, it's really cute. And then everybody like stands around in the snow, and everybody drinks glue vine, which is delicious, mm. and eats nuts, roasted chestnuts. It's so good. And then um, you know it. It, it, there was one guy who got really fucked up and he was he, <laughs> he seemed to be working for the um, he seemed to be ladling out people that ran the hotel ladling out Gluvine and yodeling um, <laughs> that's perfect in the snow <laughs> but it's spilling, it, spilling as he's doing it <laughs> yeah and it's like it, but it's so it's not an obnoxious drunk it's somebody that belongs there he's a jolly like, drunk I'm yeah like, it's just know, it's part of it from a renaissance painting or something yeah I mean it's beautiful <laughs> it's really beautiful and um, Austrians who I sort of feel are quite a reserved culture this is a, a time where they really are very this is very untamed you know yeah. it becomes very very lawless in well, its own way it's a, I mean let's just say it, it kind of crosses in bread interbred with the carnival traditions and mm-hmm. that's it is the time to cut loose yeah you know what I had never understood was I just was reading something reminded me of this but I had a European friend who told me how they it's against the law to wear a mask and you're in this is Belgium but I think it's, a lot of countries have these laws of course now 9-11 we have lots of new laws like this too but not not the mask law yet but that's an old old law that came from carnival traditions um, when uh, uh, you know a lot of crime, people would basically get fucked up, and they were anonymous in costumes, and they would uh-huh. uh, run around the cities, you know, d- creating mayhem. And um, there was no way to control it, so they legislated against mask wearing. So, in, in at least I don't know how, how that's. I mean, that was Belgium, and this is we're talking about Southern Europe. You also got the best mask when we were in Venice. <laughs> um, we got the plague doctor mask, oh, plague which doctor, is yeah. <laughs> is like it's this leather mask with like a giant beak. And then, did you get the hat there too? The, uh, I didn't get the hat. We, you, we, didn't, we no, I didn't get a hat. You just had the mask, and the then mask looks like the spy versus spy uh, character of the black one. It's really, uh-huh. really amazing. And then there was, um, where's the coat from? The coat from that whole outfit. Oh, I just happened to have a black tunic. Oh, coat. that's my priest's outfit. Oh yeah, oh that's perfect. So it's like really good. See, I don't like wearing masks because um, they're not cut for Asian faces. So my eyes always are like squishing through the eye holes and stuff. Because yeah, your nose doesn't sit on your nose. Yeah, I don't have a. Um, I don't have a. Uh, my eyeballs sit on top of my skull and not recessed inside my skull. So all masks are. Uh, um, you need to buy some Korean masks. I need to go. Aho masks. Yeah, I have to go get some um, Korean masks. I like the Korean masks. There's one that has a mouth like uh, off to the side, like. 
<laughs> like I, mean, I always but do. They, those things look, they do look like the Austrian masks too. They're similar. They have similar a, they have a sort it, of a it's the same vibe. Thing. It comes from folk theater and yeah. stuff, the performances that would happen. But I would get street. scared. My parents have masks in their house. They always did when I was a little girl and I would run by them because I thought they were watching me. They're so fucking oh, they scary. Yeah. I thought they were in there. I'd be fucking running by. <laughs> like, like I would, I would see the mask and I would get real, walk by really fast. <laughs> my head down. Just in case. Because <laughs> I was like, this was, was looking at me. I still think it is. It's crazy. It's creepy. I should also, just uh, for your audience, I should also point out that there's um, a tradition of cross-dressing associated with all of this, too. Oh, yeah, yeah? <laughs> well, more... Um, it's a tranimal. <laughs> yeah. Not with the Krampus, actually, per se, but um, the processions... The Krampus is related to these the same, similar processions that really w- are becoming indistinguishable from that Krampus love, but they happen at the turning of the year, uh, between Christmas and New Year's, the, the 12 days, they call them. And um, there's a lot of cross-dressing in those. It was funny because I was looking at their... Um, so they will have these devil-like creatures that look like the Krampus, but they have other characters. They have like this character... Uh, character that looks like a old like a, they have lots of they have witches and they have a character that looks like a uh, uh, an old crone with a with a bird head and all these really bizarre characters and they also have they carry these uh, head they have wear these headdresses with mirrors uh, and decorated with fruit and they're all like it's all good these are all to bring good luck for the coming year. And I kept looking at these pictures of these couples, and they'd be in this, the Darren, the you know, the trock, the the later, the, not the later, later hose, and it's cold, but you know, they wear the traditional peasant outfit, and the woman would have the dirndl on. And I kept thinking, God, these these women are quite ugly. <laughs> and I was looking at more and more pictures, uh-huh. and like, what what's wrong with the Austrian women? And then I started looking at enlargements, and I realized that these no, they have Adam's apples and. The whole thing with, I mean, cross-dressing and carnival are very, I mean, that that's associated. and uh, It's just dress-up, really. Yeah, it's right? dress-up, yeah. and that's how you break the rules, and you're supposed to be breaking the rules. And uh, 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 so so uh, <laughs> a lot of the characters will be men dressed, the witches will be men dressed as women also, often. Yeah. It, it's also part of the trance thing, too. Like, carnival mm-hmm. and all that. those traditions are kind of part of, you're, like, you have to be in a trance to... To do it, you're enter, leaving the or- mundane and the ordinary. So yeah, you, everything you can change, you you change. Yeah, and that's just magic in everyday life, which is great. Which is great. So, where can people find out about the events? Uh, please visit KrampusLosAngeles.com. Krampus is K-R-A-M-P-U-S. It's Krampus, in, correctly. KrampusLosAngeles.com. Krampus, yeah. And then, it's, uh, does you did it, was it people tweet at you? Uh, it is Krampus underscore L A. Mm-hmm. And um, then, so people can find out all about this, go over there. That would be great. Yes. Yeah, we'd love to meet new people. Yeah. And all these big events are coming up in the next couple of weeks. Lots of exciting events, and a lot of them are free, too. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be really, really great. Um, You can tweet me at Margaret Cho. Where can they tweet you? At Jimmy Shelter. You can tweet both of us at Monsters of Talk. We are every Monday on SoundCloud.com. We can be subscribed to on iTunes. And um, thanks, Henny. (laughs) Thank you. It was great. Now I have to go back home. You know, you're home already. <laughs> We're already home. I'm going to go home. We don't have to do anything. Um, so, yeah, everybody go. And um, we love our listeners. We'll talk to you next time.